The British opposition is looking to the Australian Labor Party as an example of how to win an election. The UK Shadow Education Secretary Bridget Philipson is in Australia for talks with the Albanese government ministers on lots of issues. Like their Australian political counterparts, Britain's Labor Party aims to make childcare reform a key election plank at the next general poll, which is due by early 2025. Bridget Philipson joins me in the studio. Welcome and good morning. Hello, good morning. Now, uh, before we get to your visit here, we were just reflecting on the 20-year anniversary of the now infamous speech of the UN claiming Iraq had weapons of mass destruction, something many of us can recall very well. It was the US that drove that war, but George Bush had a very strong and vocal ally in former UK Prime Minister Tony Blair. He now admits regret. But how does UK Labor reflect on that legacy, that history? Is it a stain? I mean, we went through a long period where we had a number of inquiries into what went on around that time. And Tony Blair has you know, reflected on some elements of regret that he has around that. But you know, all Prime Ministers should seek to do what's right by their country and on the basis of what was presented at the time. Tony Blair was clear that he was acting in the interests of the British people. I mean, that for some of us, that was rather a long time ago. I was still, I was still at school when all of that was taking place. So, you know, it is important that we reflect on those lessons, but also I think how we just build a safer world into the future. Yesterday you joined Anthony Albanese at the Chifley Research Centre conference here in, in Canberra. What are the key lessons from his election victory that you believe can translate in the United Kingdom? I think there was a real focus on what the voters want to see and how you set out kind of real and tangible change that can improve the lives of voters. And childcare is one area that we do look to Australia, a big commitment around affordable childcare. We face similar challenges over in Britain where it comes to how, how... you know, the lack of availability of childcare is a real barrier, particularly to women returning to work. And we see lots of women giving up jobs they love because of uh, the fact that childcare just isn't affordable and isn't available. So we look to the reforms that are taking place here, but also how that can be crafted into an election winning message. So it's the right, it's the right thing to do where it comes to how we support parents and families, uh, but also how we make sure that that connects with the voters as well. And over in the UK, we've we've turned a lab, uh, we've turned a corner as a party after a, after a difficult period for us. It has certainly been difficult, and there has been. We'll get to some of the things that have happened. You're meeting with the Education Minister, Jason Clare, and the Early Childhood Education Minister, Anne Ali, this morning. What are you hoping to take away from those talks? Are you adopting the Albanese government's childcare policy? Uh, we're looking around the world at some of the best examples of how you can reform childcare, and we are really interested in, in the reform that will take place here particularly around how you make childcare more affordable and more available for parents, but also how we make sure that children get a great start in life too, because all of the evidence from right around the world is increasingly clear that if you give children the best possible support when they're younger, that pays dividends in the long run in terms of outcomes. Since since you were uh, made the Shadow Education Secretary, I think it was November 2021, you've seen five education ministers. The next general election is due in January 2025, so it's still some time away. The Conservatives are in a world of pain. They have reset, though, under a new Prime Minister. Isn't it their election to lose? 
Well, we, as you say, we have actually got time to, to make sure that any policies that we set out, we've been able to properly develop and we've got a plan to deliver it. But it is still potentially quite a long time until our next general election and we have had absolute chaos. I mean, as you say, five education secretaries, one of whom only lasted 36 hours. So it, it's not been a, a particularly good period in the UK where it comes to stability. And just again this weekend, we saw Liz Truss come back expressing really no humility or contrition for what had happened, which is which means that people right across Britain are now going to be paying more on their mortgages because of the way in which the economy was crashed by the reckless approach of the Conservatives. So for all things may have appeared to have stabilised a little, the British people will be paying a price for this for a very long time to come. Anthony Albanese was accused during the campaign of running a small target policy. How do you reflect on that? I think when you look at the focused nature of the campaign um, with clear kind of tangible outcomes in terms of how you would deliver that, there was a real focus to it. And where Labour in the UK has won in the past, it's where we've been similarly disciplined, similarly focused with clear policies that will improve people's lives, that people believe that you can deliver, that will make a difference and will you know support families. And particularly, as I say, I looked at the childcare commitment. That'll make a massive difference if we could make change over in Britain where it comes to childcare. So I think it demonstrates the kind of focus that you need to win. And, and that's certainly something I've been uh, discussing this weekend. Former Prime Minister Boris Johnson is also grabbing a lot of headlines with speculation. He has an eye on the return to the top job and you know that's going to go on forever, that speculation, I suspect. It comes as Rishi Sunak marks his first 100 days as Prime Minister. Just how damaging are these forays by his predecessors? I think all of it just shows that the Conservative Party are still very divided, but more focused on the interests of the Conservative Party than the interests of the British people. And I think that is incredibly damaging for a country if you have a party that is looking inwards uh, rather than seeking to do what's right by the people. Now, in the UK, we've turned a corner as a Labour Party. We're looking outwards to the voters under Keir Starmer, not inwards. Uh, but the Conservatives are going in the opposite direction. I do think that's very damaging for our country. Obviously, that that uh, those issues in the Conservative Party make it. Uh, I suppose you might must be tempted to not take much policy to the election and just let the Conservatives lose. Well, we take nothing for granted when you've lost four general elections on the bounce. You certainly can't be complacent. But we will set out. We've, we've already started to set out the changes that we would make. For example, on childcare, I'm talking about how we would deliver universal free breakfast clubs for primary school children. But there's a lot more that we need to develop. But we have to be clear that we've got a plan to deliver. I think given that trust in politics is quite low, it's important that you've got a plan and you're clear about how you're going to make it happen. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks very much. UK Shadow Education Secretary Bridget Phillipson, who's here in Australia and with talks with Albanese government ministers. Think bigger about the world we live in. Ask your smart speaker to play ABC RN.